on this episode of the 2x e-commerce podcast show i'm going to be talking about e-commerce funnels in facebook advertising that can fundamentally change your business and sales do stay tuned Welcome to 2X E-Commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kenei, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on the inbound marketing strategies, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency that we just talked about times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kunei Campbell. Let's get rolling. This episode is brought to you by Clavio. It is a game-changing email automation tool specifically built for scaling e-commerce businesses. I'm not just saying it. I use Clavio in my e-commerce store and in stores I advise for. Household names in the e-commerce space such as Brooklyn Inn, Bonobos, and Chobis use Clavio. Here's why. Clavio has one of the most impressive feature sets in the e-commerce email personalization space at the moment. Besides the one-click setup, Clavio's Pixel tracks visitor behavior to help you set up highly effective custom email funnels. Clavio also offers pre-built autoresponders for cart abandonment, upsells, and win-back campaigns. Clavio's most game-changing feature is its Facebook audiences integration, which helps your email list to sync up with your Facebook ad campaigns. So as you continue to scale up your store, Clavio will help automate a lot more sales. Try Clavio today on Clavio.com, spelt K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host, Kunle Campbell, the e-commerce marketing expert, call me if you will, advisor. And on today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about rapid growth, not one of my more general rapid growth um, episodes. It's more around rapid growth through funnels in e-commerce, but more specifically, Facebook funnels. And that's because I'm focusing a lot and I'm seeing a lot of progress in the Facebook marketing space. And I'm going to actually be running a webinar tomorrow, tomorrow, Tuesday, which will be the 21st of November. Um, It's going to be at 11.30 Eastern if you're in the United States and 4.30 p.m. in the UK if you're in London. It's going to be amazing because... I have spent hours on hours on hours on hours on Facebook, I on Facebook advertising, and I have learned a ton, which I will share with you. I have been on the Facebook, you know, advertising platform for several years, but and I have managed campaigns, you know, in the tens of thousands in the past. But I have to say that I was tagging, you know, along. It was not until I started to dig deeper with the Facebook community 
on one hand and also getting an account manager that things started to really change and knowing the metrics, understanding Facebook in detail. I've poured hundreds of hours into Facebook and yeah, I'm going to spill shit loads, shed loads of, you know, um, data and information on what you need to driving sales, driving sales through Facebook. I'm seeing it. I have been involved in websites that started two months ago, three months ago, and basically they started pretty much on only Facebook and they're seeing thousands and thousands of dollars and pounds in in revenue um, from Facebook alone, right? From Facebook alone. We're not talking, you know, CPC on, on Google AdWords. If you're not doing the PLA, you must be doing PLA on Google AdWords, but CPC on, on Google AdWords is, is high. So which is cost per click on Google AdWords are, you know, high if you're going for more generic terms. If you're going for basically the, you know, the text ad, you know, search, um, it, it is tough on, on Google AdWords and Facebook is a game changer because it's all about finding audiences. And I'm going to be talking about the core pillars of, um, you know, of, 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 of Facebook sales funnel for e-commerce and, and, and the key, you know, um, pillars, um, in, in well, the core really in Facebook is your pixel which is what you have, you know, in, which is the script you have in, on your, um, on your website. Also, it's what finds audiences for you. So the Facebook pixel is the core. It's like your bot. It's almost like a bot for finding audiences and finding customers. Um, but besides the pixels and beside the pixel, the three core pillars in Facebook advertising, you need to be aware of one is the, your audience, Right. Um, the second is the your, your creative and the ad types and how they relate to your products. Products is super important. And the third is social proof and psychology, understanding the psychology of your customers. Right. So if we pull out from these three, one important thing is knowing one thing, one, one of the things you need to know is what kind of products do I have? Are they painkillers? Are they vitamins or are they candy? And what's the psychology behind my um, my customers wanting to buy or segments of my customers want? Because it might be segments of customers who feel your product is a painkiller. And there might be other segments of customers who think your, you know, your product is a candy. And I'm going to explain all that um, a little further on. So you need to understand those fundamentals. And these are like, you know, marketing and business growth fundamentals first for you to really see long-term success on Facebook. So as I said, the three core pillars in, in Facebook advertising is our audiences, your ad type as it relates, or your, your creative as it relates to your products, because your creatives are going to have your products and social proof. Social proof is the very, very, very subtle things, you know, and um, social proof is very much linked to psychology, the psychology of shoppers, psychology of your customers, psychology of visitors, you know, what is, what's, what's their driver? What's their innate driver to wanting to buy your products? So you need to get all these and merge it. And that's going to inform your strategy. That's going to inform how you build your funnels. Okay. I'm going to be talking hugely, you know, about it, but let's, let's get into like product types. I want to talk about product types on this episode. So I can't remember, but, um, there's, there's a chap from Silicon Valley. 
I, I forget his name. Let me try and remember. Yeah, it's Kevin Fong. And he, he's, he's, he's a Silicon Valley person, you know, one of the Stanford University, you know, um, people who is a VC, basically. And he came up with a very, very interesting, you know, concept of product, you know, advising, um, you know, Silicon, you know, Valley, um, you know, um, entrepreneurs on where to focus their energies when building products. What kind of products do you want to, you know, build? And this rings true in any other entrepreneurial, you know, um, space in, in which you're, you're building out a product. And, and he categorized products in, in three categories, you know, in, into three, three kinds. The first was candy, which pretty much are, you know, pleasurable and fun. You know, so if you think about candy or sweets, you, you, you you like sweets they you know they give you some utility for a short period of time but you know that it's not something you want to super indulge yourself into because you know basically sweets will be bad for you in the long term but however you treat yourself with sweets so every now and then you you know you go into the the grocery stores and you 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 know you you you, you get some sweets you treat yourself with with sweets right that does not necessarily mean that um, you know um, you know building out a, a confectionery business is non-profitable. It's just they understand the psychology of people. They're going to have a very tiny portion of people who will indulge, overindulge themselves in sweets. Who will be, you know, they're you know um, they're you know they're, they're top customers and you know the ethical you know grounds on, on in that respect and but for the vast majority of people they will treat themselves to sweets on valentine's day you know on christmas you know and over specific on their birthdays you no know, over specific you know um points in time you know over the year and and that's those are their big big selling points so you know understanding what's a kind are you going to build a, is, is your business a candy business you know are you you know, um, delivering pleasure at a particular point in time, you know, every business should, you know, um, should, should obviously produce utility, but it's more or less, um, you know, how often, and, you know, if it's used constantly, you know, what effect, what harm is it going to cause, you know, long-term on your customer? The second is the vitamins, which, which is quite interesting. They're, they're more things that you can do without, but, um, you know, if, for for a day for two months for for a year but um you know that they will help you in in a way you know you know that they they will help you 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 you, you take them because they're desirable you know in in in, in a way put in a way that they're more or less like you know trends you know with vitamins you know they're not necessarily urgent, but you know you need them. But if even if you don't take them, you know, this week or in a month, you won't really notice the effects, would you? So you need to think about that. Now, I'm going to give you examples of each. And then um, the holy grail in, you know, Silicon Valley are painkillers, you know, painkillers. Painkillers are pretty much essentials and solutions to problems. They solve pain which is obvious they solve pain instantly or almost instantly they they provide a solution instantly now if you want to look at you know in the in, in the scope of e-commerce you look at a painkiller more or less like um okay i 
have um I have my lights is blown, you know, my, my light bulb is blown. I need to replace my light bulb. So where do I go? Typically now in the psychology of most people in the US and probably even the UK, you will just jump into Amazon and you will search for a light bulb. You know, you just search, you know, for a light bulb or you go to Google and you search for where can I get a light bulb or you just walk down the street and you get, get a light bulb. It all depends on how instant it is. It solves that problem right there and then. For a vitamin, I would say if like you're into um, into selling, you know, somewhat um, luxury, you know, goods or desirable goods, you know, you may be selling and, and it, it may vary. You might be selling, you know, a really fancy notepad, for instance. OK, let's take a notepad. There's some, you know, notepads that are really basic and essential. Right. Those are painkillers because you need to buy notepads to, you know, um, to, to to write. Right. And then there's some notepads. I use um, a Dingbot. A Dingbot, you know, um, is it Dingbot or Dingbang? So uh, it's called, um, yeah, uh, a Dingbat. It's really, really fancy, you know, um, leather bound, you know, notepad, huge. And um, basically that, you know, pretty much is a vitamin, right? Obviously, a vitamin can eventually become a painkiller in the sense that if I if I really like this, I'll buy it over and over again. And then a, a candy really is something pleasurable or fun. It might be something like, you know, if um, a notepad had like a, um, a really shiny, uh, it was flashing or something, had a really nice feature on it. And I was like, oh, wow, I would buy that, you know, and, and then I buy it. But am I going to buy it again and again and again? Probably not. Now, it is essential that you understand what kind of products you have because that's going to inform your creative that's going to inform the audiences you chase on facebook and that's going to inform the social proof you put on your website so i hope that makes you know a lot of sense because your product type will also determine your e-commerce funnel your funnel on your Facebook funnel, your, your e-commerce funnel, your Facebook e-commerce funnel, it is going to inform how you're going to build it. So you need to figure your product type out and um, you build your funnel, you know, as per that. Now, if like you are a painkiller, then what you need to prove to your audience as a painkiller product is pretty much the fact that you will do the job. And how do you prove you do the job? You probably want to use documents. So content that proves like, you know, tips. So let's, let's say you were selling um, a product that stops snoring. So you'd probably want to put some information out there on Facebook to that, you know, teaches people how to stop snoring, right? You could put a video out there to gain as much attention as possible but in you need to inform and educate at the top of the funnel you know to pain points your product solves right at the top of the funnel if however you were a vitamin or even a candy say a candy in my opinion could be a Louis Vuitton bag to a non you know to to a middle class person right so a middle class person cannot indulge his or herself regularly on you know uh, on a Louis Vuitton bag because they will get broke you know really quickly so from a middle class perspective treating yourself to you know a Louis Vuitton you know bag is you know um something you do once you know in a while so in in that respect if like you are into fashion and um, you are either a, 
you're either a candy or a vitamin, then you want to put some desirability up at the top of the funnel, you know, in your Facebook. So when people see it creates an appetite, it creates a demand for them to convert via Facebook. You need to understand your audiences and chase them, you know, thus far, you know, that, that well. And the nice thing about Facebook is that you can segment. If you understand your customers, if you understand the segments of your customers very well, you can reflect that in the structure of your Facebook campaign to chase customers, you know, in each segment. So, just taking the Louis Vuitton bag, for instance, if I was doing the um, Facebook advertising for, 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 you know, if I was managing the Facebook advertising for, 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 for Louis Vuitton bag or for, for a store that sells Louis Vuitton bags, you know, I would segment my audience targeting to people who buy, you know, um, very, very affluent people in one ad set. And in another ad set, I would, you know, uh, I'll create another one with huge social proof, which I'll teach in the webinar that will essentially target, you know, people who would not often buy Louis Vuitton bags. You can still make money from both the segments. You may make more money from one segment, but you leave money on the table if you neglect another segment. So the beauty about Facebook is it's a reflection of your reality from a marketing perspective. You can create offline or, you know, real, you know, real world, um, you know, funnels, you could create real world scenarios, you could reflect or duplicate real world marketing scenarios within Facebook, you could start user journeys within Facebook, normally, and that's a key difference between Facebook and Google. In Google, you close loops, yes, you, you, you know, so people indicate their, um, their desirability for a product at a moment in time. And if you happen to be there on Facebook, on, on Google, you, you know, you, you, you pretty much serve that demand, but it's all dependent on the demand at that point in time. On Facebook, you can understand who, 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 you know, who actually is likely to buy it now, who likely is going to buy it next week who likely is going to buy it next year and keep nurturing and exposing your brand to them so when they're ready your ads you know um, actually serve them or they just go to google to to search for your brand i'll tell you something one of the brands i've been involved with that just started have shot up monthly brand name search to a thousand from Facebook advertising alone. So just to put some perspective, to, you know, um, to give you some perspective, they haven't advertised anywhere else apart from Facebook, but over 1,000, up to, sorry, up to 1,000 people on a monthly basis in the last month have searched for their brand. And all of those people have come from where? Facebook. So, Without saying too, 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 too much and, you know, taking you on a long-winded, um, you know, journey, you know, long-winded, you know, talk. Another very important, you know, um, element in your Facebook arsenal, Facebook ad arsenal, is um, your, your ad format. And I'm going to be talking in detail about, you know, ad formats you should use, you know, on Facebook. The ad formats that work well. If you're running an e-commerce store with, you know, lots of products with a full catalog, basically, if you're selling a single product, you know, there are other, you know, sets of ads that, that really work. And, um, you know, there are certain products, um, certain types of, you know, products that will close, you know, the, the loop and, you know, you know, kind of, um, you know, get undecided shoppers to actually, you know, become customers of yours. So if you're 
in a fully catalog, you know, um, business, and particularly if you're in fashion e-commerce, I'll tell you a secret. Carousel, you know, ads work tremendously well and convert very well on Facebook. But the, the key with your carousel, you know, ads, and this is from firsthand experience, you know, if you're running a fully catalog product is you, you need to curate your product. So if you're seeing trends from your analytics, from your e-commerce platform, that um, they're top performing ads, their top performing, uh, um, sorry, products, you know, top selling products, you could curate those top selling products, put them in a, in a carousel ad for those of you who are familiar with carousel ads. And then, you know, look to finding audiences, building audiences out that will, you know, potentially have interest in, in those set of products. So Facebook, I think allows about 10 products per carousel, 10 images per carousel. So that is like super, super, super effective. And then there's another, which, so if like you're selling a single product, say you're, you're like a Kickstarter type, you know, um, you know, business and you have a product or a range of, you know, a few range of, you know, items, then you want to definitely use image your album ads, you know, where you, you put a collection of, you know, images and they're, they're kind of like, you know, aligned in, in, a, in an album Four would be the minimum you want to use for images. And, um, you know, then you put your text and then the link to it that works particularly well, but I'm talking this, I'm talking more about conversions, you know, um, campaigns, cause you need to still put, start off with what's called a PPP, PPE campaign, which is a paid post, you know, engagement campaign, which falls into the category of building and, you know, social proof. And then if like, you know, to sort of loop or, you know, retarget people, you definitely want to use dynamic product ads. You know, um, they work a treat. Um, they, you find that most of your sales will come from dynamic product ads. Okay. So, um, without saying much, um, come over to the webinar tomorrow. If you want to get onto the webinar, just type out 2xecommerce.com, 2xecommerce.com forward slash FB ads. That's 2x e-commerce forward slash FB ads. 2x e-commerce forward slash FB ads. Okay. So I would see you guys tomorrow and do have a fantastic one. Bye-bye. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2x e-commerce. Remember you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2xecommerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.